Welcome to Sam and Maggie Hate Glee. Maggie, we've made it. Mm-hmm. We've made it yeah. to the promised land, I think, maybe. The what, like the post Cory Monteith remembrance episode or what? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there was a specter looming over like us and our show and yeah. Glee in general. Um and now that they're kind of free, not not saying that like I, I'm just saying that they had something heinous happen. And they had yeah. to find a way to deal with it. And now we're kind of in a new era. We're in a, mm-hmm. in a new era where things can a be fun again. A new era and like, yeah, like not, like Glee doesn't really give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> that's really, like, we're, we're, we're getting into this episode today. It's season five, episode four, A Katie or a Gaga. And if the name doesn't tell you, this episode is wild. Um, <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. It's fun, for yes. sure. Um, so I think we have to start the episode by asking the question ourselves. Are we Katie's or Gaga's? I mean, I mean <laughs> it's, it's hard to claim, right? Yes. Because what if you, what if you say you're one thing and then everyone else is like, wow, that's so sad. You're definitely the other thing, <laughs> you know? Well, and uh, my bigger issue, just to dig into it right now, um, I feel like there's some elements of the like Madonna horror complex in this distinction. Yeah. But, also, like, yeah, uh, it's Katy Perry isn't like normcore. No, that's the other thing. They're both. <laughs> if if we are like, if we are to believe this, honestly, they're both like wild and ridiculous people. Like, yeah, so. and they keep saying that like Katy Perry is like this wholesome figure, and it's like. <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? Well, they literally wear the like cupcake can- tits, yeah, the candy outfits, and it's like, okay, I don't think you're making my okay. So we were Chris and I watched this together, and he was like, "What if you're a tailor?" And I was like, "Okay, honey." Oh no! Like, but but to no, be fair, that's definitely the big. That's the better distinction. Exactly. It should have been exactly. Gaga or Taylor Swift. Yes, because like when they talk about like all American, like girl next door like honestly Mm -hmm. that is taylor swift maybe and to be fair pre-reputation which did come out like last year so yeah yeah um but um well okay it's not like reputation made her a different human (laughs) no no, either yes but here i i think this distinction is so weird and like later there is like some shade thrown at like Nicki minaj at some point and i'm like yeah (laughs) Nicki is also like on the same spectrum of just being like an outlandish pop star which kind of is how pop stardom works i feel like in capitalism yeah at least now yeah Yeah. (laughs) so i don't Um, know yeah i i don't really get this distinction you're right that there's definitely some like weird sort of slut shamey vibes yeah um that don't make a lot of sense (laughs) right (laughs) but what can you do right (laughs) yeah but so anyway to answer your question I guess I have to say that I'm a Katie because I don't wear a lot of makeup, but Katie Gaga I... or Katie Perry wears a lot of makeup. So oh, yeah, she does. You see, I think I'm a Gaga. Sure. So... Oh, I would agree. I think you are a Gaga. Oh, that's great. Well, <laughs> good. Yeah. I'm glad that we're, we can represent all the Glee Club <laughs> in our little podcast here. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, so it was directed by Ian Brennan, written by Russell Friend and Garrett Lerner, who are, like, executive producers for the show. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, And it originally aired on November 7th, 2013, with 4.01 million viewers, which is down from last week, of course, because last week, as we were just saying, was the um, tribute to uh, Finn, Corey, all of that. which that one had 7.39 million viewers, Ooh, which was a, a huge dip. Yeah. Well, but I mean, it's <laughs> like if we look at the season before that or sorry, the episode before that one, which was the um, the second half of the Glee or the Beatles tribute. Be- the Beatles. Yeah. Um, that one only Glee had 4.42 million viewers. So honestly, it's not that big a dip. If you're looking at people that were actually watching Glee <laughs> and we're just tuning in for that yeah. one episode. So. True. Anyway, uh, yeah. um, let's get into it. So, here's the thing. They say that it's it's November in real time when this episode comes out. Uh, and we get a quoted timeline. This is just some timeline stuff before we get into the episode. Um, Will, in situ, in the episode, so th- says that there's four weeks until Nationals. Yes. So, well, four weeks. Okay, well, but there is... A- there is a moment where he says, at the very beginning of the episode, he says six weeks, and then at the end, he says four weeks, so I feel like this episode is supposed to take place over <laughs> two weeks, maybe? That seems irresponsible. <laughs> Especially because they definitely don't have enough time to be... I mean, but to be fair, last week, they said there were three weeks that just kind of happened in the middle of all of the stuff, so like... Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on? Yeah. Is it... When is Nationals? Is Nationals in May? Is Nationals is when Nationals needs to be, Maggie. <laughs> okay, you're right. Uh, okay, so we start the episode with a recap. Yes. Woohoo, we're back at it. Uh, we find out about Funny Girl. We know that Kurt's starting a band. Sue is principal. Bree is the new head bitch Cheerio. Penny's the new school nurse. And Jarley exists. Well, okay, but the way they say it, is it's something along the lines of like Jake Not and Marley? Have, yeah, Jake, Jake and Marley have been dating for a long time, so we know that's gonna last. And it's like, man, okay, okay, Glee. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I'm a little in the, sad in but, the slightest. No, yeah. I super don't care at all sure. about their relationship at all. Um, because uh, yeah, I just I will get into it later. But I have so little invested into their relationship. <laughs> I do. I care so little about what happens to them sure all right okay i mean i care about their characters individually perhaps like i don't want to see them die or anything but <laughs> sure okay yeah yeah very topical um but yeah oh yeah i realized what i said when i said it and it was bad so new direction is in the choir room yes they're just hanging out in there uh um, throwing and musical instruments around you know yeah, typical stuff like loudly <laughs> too because there's just like clanking and like musical jingling the tina and uh kitty are taking selfies you know how it goes yes. and will storms in to tell them their nationals competition which is only three choirs of course which is some bullshit well okay uh like okay but last year yeah. last nationals this is the way they laid it out but the first nationals seemed a lot more realistic yes with at least 50 choirs performing yes well, and new directions didn't make the top 10 I, and i i agree that it's bullshit don't get me wrong it's just 
You could argue that Will only considers these three groups as their competition. Like, everyone else is, is not, not good enough. That is not how it's phrased. <laughs> I know. Glee is stupid. But so let's let's talk about these three groups, Maggie. We, we have the two groups that are um, filler. Uh, the Rust- yeah, the Rust Belters is- and the Thunder Showcats, which-, which sort of feels like a, I don't know, like a weird foreshadowing I was for gonna, something that happens later in the episode i was gonna say it's weird because this is not the first re- the, or sorry this is not the last reference to thundercats this episode and then, yeah and then uh the the group that actually matters the new vocal adrenaline it's throat explosion which mm-hmm. when will says this tina screams for a good like yeah. three seconds and we're just like what <laughs> And everyone's like, whoa, what's going on? Why is that your reaction? And Blaine is like, don't you understand? Throat explosion has all done 10,000 hours of rehearsal. There's like oh a little outliers. Yes. Like, I, I put down. Mention. Yeah, I put obligatory Malcolm Gladwell reference. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, it, uh, apparently you can't join throat explosion unless you have proof that you have done 10,000 hours of show choir rehearsal. Oh, my God. and um (laughs) yeah and then tina this is where we get the like katie gaga thing brought up yes where tina is like they're all lady gaga and we're all katie perry yes yeah (laughs) she she, because apparently like since kurt graduated the ratio is off that's what she says yeah, she she's like Kurt was our biggest Gaga, and now we're just a room full of Katy Perry's, and you're like, what, what, <laughs> what are you talking about? But then Blaine is like, I'm a Katy Perry, and I'm proud. Yes, um, th- this is where I started to have the because Will like decides that this is the hill he's gonna die on and fleshes this little distinction out a little bit, where he's like, you know, we've got some like boisterous personalities that like to make a spectacle and then we've got some all-american girl and boy romantic, next door looking yeah <laughs> he, sa- he says romantic good-looking oh boys and girls next door Ugh. which is like hey can you not talk about the teens <laughs> in that way <laughs> please uh he also uses the word ambi edge yeah which like people in the show are like the fuck is that word did he just make that up uh well what do you think ambi edge means like, like semi edgy? Well, I feel like it's supposed to be talking about like ambiance, but your ambiance is edgy, which is edgy. Seems like a hmm. contradiction of sorts, but I don't know. To me, it's sort of like you're ambitious to be edgy, like you're not edgy yet. Oh, sure. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> makes about as much sense. The the thing that I, I don't know if I like this or not, but it happens a couple times this this episode where people are critiquing will's teaching method oh but it's good though because like at le- some of the people are just like whatever will and then others are like stands they're hardcore yeah. stands for will yeah they're like writers of will stand yes. but everyone everyone else in the club you know at least the kids who have been there for a while know what will's bullshit is all about yes. and the glabies are just like sort of sort of like they're finally realizing like this is all sort of yes 
<laughs> yeah. stupid. Yes. Um, especially Kitty, who's like, wow, did you just come up with this? <laughs> like, I guess that's in another um, scene. Yes. Where she's like, yeah, he comes up with that on the spot. Yes. But, <laughs> but so uh, yeah. Ryder is, uh, when people are claiming Katie's and Gaga's, they just happen to be on opposite sides of the room. <laughs> uh, Convenient. <laughs> and Ryder is like, is there a third option? Because uh, he sucks. Yeah, because he's I scared guess. of being labeled as a woman. I a guess. Woman. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but like, to be fair, they don't really make a big stink about that, which I do appreciate. Um, Should we say who is this who? Because the the yeah. Gagas are Jake, yep. Tina, uh, Unique, and Kitty, mm-hmm. and the Katies are Blaine, Sam, uh, Ryder, Marley. No, yeah, Marley and Artie. Yeah. And Artie. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I knew I was forgetting someone. It's fine. How are there so few people in this club and I still forget some? Like- <laughs> that's, see, that's the real, that's the real problem is like, woof. Um, yeah, I, I guess I, I'm not that upset though. Cause honestly, the, I feel like the person who takes the biggest backseat this episode is Ryder. And like, I am so fine with that at this point. Will like- also takes a nice, firm seat in the back yes. which is great <laughs> yes um but yeah so they they split themselves up and will decides that the lesson this week is they have to swap so if you're a katie you have to do a gaga performance and if you're a gaga you have to do a katie performance which doesn't <laughs> what what is this <laughs> which... it's nothing yeah like as we're like here's the big thing like Actually, you know, I'll save it because they they have to talk about what distinguishes Katie's and Gaga's and it doesn't make sense when they talk about it. No, no. Of course it doesn't. Yeah. So we go to the diner next. Kurt is late for his shift because both Kurt and Rachel are terrible employees and probably makes Santana look really bad for getting them the job. Uh, Uh, And uh, there's some band talk. Apparently he was late because he was putting up flyers. For people to audition for his band, mm-hmm. uh, which doesn't have a name still. Yep. And Santana and Danny end up joining the band when Kurt is like, won't you three beautiful ladies join my band? Yes. And uh, Rachel's like, sorry, I'm too busy well, being Fanny Bryce. T- let's be. Let's clarify real quick. She's not just too busy being Fanny Bryce. She's still in grief mode um which yeah she's still in grief she is also at niata yes and what like, uh, has this job yeah Let, let's let's break that down a little bit because you brought it up last not last time i think but a couple of ago but like kurt yeah. is forming this band when he yep. has this job he yep. works at vogue he yes. is going to niata and yep. i guess so to cl- there is a bit here where they talk about the fact that um he got kicked out of the Adam's apples when Adam because found out he was Adam engaged. Adam found out he was engaged. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. Which yep. maybe this is like filling that time, but that's still crazy that he has so many obligations and like it is. <laughs> it is, it is wild to me. Like the idea that some I don't know, like how part time are they working at this diner? Like, do they each have like a shift a week? Like a shift a week? <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah. So at the diner, Santana and Danny are pumped to join the band. They're down to join. They're very excited. And yeah, it, it's going to be great. Next, we go back to McKinley. Yes. Penny has a temporary tattoo which on her arm. But it's huge. It like covers her forearm. 
It's like a yeah. big temporary tattoo. It's because she wants to look edgy right. for this Skrillex concert that she's going to. Yes. Uh, because her ex-boyfriend bought tickets when they were still together and she's still going yes. to this concert. Uh, which, you know, more power to you, buddy. Uh, and she talks to Sam about how she has a musical dark side. And fallen so dumb. I love it. So and, and then Sam opens his locker uh, to show off his true Jackson VP poster. Oh, my God. Inside of it. And we find out that he is a true Jackson VP stan. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, good. like he gets very into it very fast, and Penny's kind of like, "Whoa, what would you do if you were made a CEO of a major corporation when you were only 15? How would you decorate? How would your you office? decorate your office? <laughs> Who would you hire?" <laughs> Um, but so then after this, Sam she she goes from the home from the homeroom to the boardroom, Penny. <laughs> so Sam then transitions us into asking Penny on a date. Um, oh yeah, and he's super smooth about it. Yeah. Like for first, she's like, "Oh, I thought you were a stripper." Like when, <laughs> in response to his like yes. little blurb about this like kids show. Yes. And he's like, "Oh, you know, we prefer erotic entertainers." Oh my god. Oh, by the way, I was um, planning to ask you, do you want to go on a date with me? <laughs> yes. And uh, she's like. Oh, well, I do have this Skrillex concert that I started the conversation with. Well, no, no, no. She actually, what's funny about this is she's like, oh, that time I'm actually going to see Nine Inch Nails with my ex. Oh. Because ah! <laughs> he bought us tickets. And it's like, oh my God. Hmm. Hmm, Penny, that's interesting. That's an interesting thing that you have there. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, so their date is postponed. Yes. But she says she'll call him. Well, we all know what that means, Maggie. Um, <laughs> so Blaine and Sam yes. analyze this conversation in the next scene. Yes. And it's amazing. Like, <laughs> Well, okay. Sam immediately is like trying to defend his like, I don't want to, it's not really defending his masculinity so much as it is like his maturity, I guess. His badassness. Like, yeah. Is, <laughs> he's like, I'm a badass. That doesn't mean I can't love True Jackson VP. Well, and there is a fun throwaway line where he says that, the people at Nickelodeon don't care about quality entertainment, which I was like... Because, because Blaine is like, <laughs> Blaine is like, didn't they cancel that show? <laughs> yes, which, <laughs> but like, that line is like so, it's so juicy. I'm just like, Oakley, <laughs> Oakley, you know too much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Ooh. so um, Blaine suggests that Sam, quote, shows his, like, his inner Gaga to Penny because yeah. she's secretly a Gaga, even though she looks like a Katie. And <laughs> yeah, to to appeal to her dark side. Yes, uh, Sam needs to do the Gaga number to impress her. Yes, um, yeah. I mean, even this whole thing about dark side. Katy Perry has a musical dark side. Yes. Dark Horse exists. Yes, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> yes. Um. Uh. Yeah. So. Ka- Artie and Kitty are chatting um, in the next little bit here because the the scene doesn't really cut. It just moves to them chatting in the hallway uh, where they are like, I don't know. Oh, we're we're apart because you're Mm -hmm. Katie and I'm a Gaga. Yes. What what will we do? She did this Um, intentionally. And this is where Kitty has the line where she's like, I'm pretty sure he just comes up with them like when he goes to write on the board. (laughs) (laughs) So. Yeah. 
Uh, well, she's seen through the bullshit. Yes. Kitty knows what's up. And they kiss, and that's it. And well, then Becky yeah. screams yeah. about sloppy seconds from the end of the hallway. Yes. And Artie closes the scene by saying, I did not have sex with Becky. <laughs> Which, like, I don't know. It feels weird to, like, be that way, but whatever, it's fine. But at least, I feel like you do have to sort of make that distinction um, to someone that you're dating sure. if somebody else is, like, screaming about sloppy seconds. Yeah. No, that's true. That's fair. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not like a... It's a sort of a slut-shamey way to yell something, Becky. Right. Like, <laughs> well, that's a, that's kind of Becky's MO recently. Oh, yeah. Is she just kind of yells at people and, like, I don't know. In the and a lot of it is extremely sexually charged. Yes. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, now we're going to the open auditions. They're at the Niata classroom yes. uh, <laughs> that Kurt rented out with his tip money. Sure. Uh, and Kurt is, like, still manifesting the name for the band. Yes. Uh, because Santana is sure that no one is auditioning because there's no name. And he's like, we're not naming it the Apocalyptics, Santana. Oh, my God. Even though that name is amazing. They, Santana and Danny are, like, name machines. They come up with a lot of really good names this episode. <laughs> but, yeah, so um, Kurt is, like, only one person signed up, and it's obviously a fake name. Who would, na- like, who would name their kid Starchild? And then Starchild arrives to be like, I chose that name as a reference to Stiggy- Ziggy Stardust, you uncultured swine. Um- <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't say that. Um, he is in a, a steampunk-inspired suit. Well, okay, but it's also, like, covered in sequins. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, but he, d- but there are steampunk goggles. Yeah, they're part of the outfit, and I feel like that really colors the rest of it too. Uh, and yeah, it's Adam Lambert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like we should just say that. And this is where I was really starting to question: the fuck is this band? Like, what is it? <laughs> How many singers do they have? They have an entire like musical array, right. of people on instruments. So, do they really need anyone? else uh yeah i i mean yeah how many people are gonna be on this band is this like on stage as a band is this fucking arcade fire like are they (laughs) gonna have like 20 individual people like just sort of waltzing around the stage playing like obscure weird instruments what is this i mean what is it Maggie, there are bands that are just like 50 people that just kind of do their own thing. And then everyone's like, cool music. I don't know. Um, but Kurt wants like mainstream yeah, see, that's, acceptance. Maybe maybe it's supposed to be like, a, what is that band? Mannheim Steamroller or whatever, where they have like hmm. like a lot of musicians. I don't know. It doesn't. Maybe it's sort of like an ABBA kind of Ooh, vibe where sure. they have like a lot of, like they have a... a an array of singers, but it's just weird to me that like none of them are playing instruments, but Danny. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, I just, I don't know. No, it is weird. I want to see Santana play the drums. Is that like too much to ask for? Is it too much? Maybe. I don't know. To be fair, we haven't really seen them like do like a real performance. These are supposed to like audition. So maybe they hired musicians. Oh, well, I, I I've seen them oh, do okay well because <laughs> I watched spoilers I watched ahead 
Um, and I guess I no, I didn't see them do a real performance. I saw them do a dream sequence performance. Okay, um, sure. And even that one was like total bullshit. <laughs> so what is this band even? Okay, uh, well, Adam yeah. Lambert sings "Marry the Night." Yes. Um, yeah. I okay. I you've thrown some shade, but honestly, I actually I I was like I think Adam Lambert might be one of the best singers the show has had. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> for sure. Very good. Like it's so good. He's such a good performer. Which I was talking to Chris about it, and Chris was like, "What's that supposed to mean?" When I was like, "He's actually really good," and I was like, "Well, you know, being an American Idol winner like has some real like baggage yeah, tied well- to it." So. Oh, you're <laughs> well. You're rude. Well, I'm just saying. Like, I feel like there's a <laughs> perception where it's like, oh, you want American Idol? Okay, because it's mostly because it's gotten to like season twenty eight or whatever, and you're like, Meh. Katie, uh, Carrie Underwood is one yeah. American Idol, right? No, I think so. Actually, I think you're right. I think she did, but there was another one too. Another like white lady with blonde hair. Sure. But I, who's famous? But anyway, he does a very good Fuck. job. I like the outfit. <laughs> oh, of I course. love the song. It's just it's very well done. Kurt immediately becomes one of those jealous petty gays who is like everything oh. about you is hideous and awful and terrible because I-, I wouldn't say that's really it. Um it's really more like it definitely feels to me that Kurt is like, "Oh no, this is my niche." Right? Um, See, no, but that's what I'm saying is it's not necessarily that he's jealous. Like he's jealous of the fact that Starchild like is Kurt but like better? Better? <laughs> yeah, much better. Uh Santana smiles the entire audition. It's adorable. Mm-hmm. She's so excited to see it. She pulls out her phone at one point. Yes. Um <laughs> which I was like huh, hilarious. Yes, it's so and good. And Starchild hangs from the chandelier <laughs> and spins around at one point. Um yeah. Well, so Kurt yeah. turns turns him down. Right. Unless he turns down his look which okay like the the palpable like irony of the fact that kurt is this character who has always yeah. been this like flamboyant person and also been like anti-bullying suddenly turns into like this asshole who's like you can't look like that okay but let's be real kurt is an asshole that's true like, no you're right he you're is right. yes it's true it's just one of those things where i'm like I didn't expect the show to throw it into such sharp relief, you know? Like, <laughs> True. So the next scene is back at McKinley, and it might not be even reality. It might it might be a weird dream. <laughs> no, oh my god, no kidding, because this doesn't get mentioned really at all. Um, and also, like, we never see Brie in this outfit again, and she doesn't no. do anything with it. It's just here. Like, yeah. Also, Becky so is the in- secretary. It is Becretary. Like yes, Becretary is here. Donna has been fired unceremoniously. Yes. Uh, so Brie is wearing the is wearing the like crime scene tape. Yes. Gaga outfit. You you know the one, the one where like there's crime scene tape wrapped around her boobs and her, I don't know, triangle bikini zone. Yeah, it's a bit and it's a bit um skimpy. Maybe is a word for it. To to say the least. Uh. <laughs> And she she sort of trots in. There's a very like show pony sort of air with her like <laughs> yes tuft of hair at the top, and she comes into the uh, the office and Sue's like, "What are you wearing? Why are you dressed like Lady Gaga?" And Brie responds with, "Why are you dressed like Lady Gaga?" Oh my god! Because <laughs> Sue is wearing a golden face cage. Yes. <laughs> 
which presumably she says is to stop her from eating. Yes. Because she has a, a colonoscopy yes. scheduled. Yes. Um, yeah. I I don't know anymore. Like, to be fair, it is very funny. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, especially because, so this is essentially, I guess, supposed to tell us that Sue learns about this Katie versus Gaga thing that the Glee Club is doing. Um, because Brie, I guess, has this plan that she's going to seduce Jake wearing this Gaga outfit. Um, yeah. And also, <laughs> I do. I did actually really like the line where she's like, haven't you heard Glee Club's doing this Katie versus Gaga thing this week in an attempt to get 100% of America to not like them? <laughs> like... Yeah, and they're like, it's like, quote, in the show, like, the most annoying thing ever yes. or something, which I I don't know. When Glee, like, it does this, like, internal negging to be like, huh, see, we're down with the criticism, can't you tell? And uh, I don't know. Yeah, I... Just make the show better. Or go full ham, go full camp, and just embrace all of it. Yeah, I, I do also think that there is some of that, like, shittiness towards female celebrities when it's like... Yeah, like, definitely. Oh, everyone hates Katie and Gaga, so how could you, Glee? And it's like, now Glee's done way worse things, so... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And Sue also comments, like, being like, why do we have to choose between these female pop archetypes? Right. Uh, yeah. Which, oh, okay. But yeah. before she says that, she's like, "This has been the question, creepy pederast, since Socrates of <laughs> question." Yes. And I was just like, "Nice." That is that is very good, Glee. Great job. <laughs> good good job slamming Socrates. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is. This is also the moment where I was like, is this supposed to be like a metaphor for the Madonna horror complex? Because one, they're not doing it very good. But also, I do really like that after that, like, Brie is like, I'm not entirely sure what you're talking about anymore. And then Sue is like, I have had eight gallons of saline solution. <laughs> saline solution in the past 12 hours, and that's it. So she's definitely in some saline-induced, like, trip, I think, mostly. It's great, though. Like, I mean... <laughs> It's entertaining, and, like, it doesn't really make this, a great point. But this but... scene has zero bearing <laughs> on the rest of the episode. Yes. So, like, why is it here? I guess I they wanted to put Brie in this outfit. Yes. But she doesn't do anything with it. Well, so... it was probably for the promos, Maggie. They're like, oh, oh we're doing sure. Gaga again. And then they show Brie, but they don't show any of the other <laughs> hideous, not really great knockoff Gaga looks that the other yeah. Glee Cub do. So... Sure. Well, no, they show those two. They show them all. No, I meant you know I meant in the promo. Yeah, in the promo, oh, okay. they show them all. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's like, oh, look, even the head bitch Cheerio. Look sure. at her naked torso. Like she <laughs> she's a Gaga too. Right. Like whatever. Okay. All right. Uh, now we're gonna go to the next scene where Marley is coming up to Jake to tell him about a date she's planned for them. Where they're gonna go see three julie andrews movies in a row okay but the last one is after princess, dinner princess diaries which yes absolutely oh yeah no 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 listen i'm down for any julie andrews movie but three in a row <laughs> that is kind of rough so sound of music is like nearly three hours long brah <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm not down for a, a marathon sure no no well, have you wondered how good uh, 
Princess Diaries would be if it was a musical. Oh Have you God. really considered that? I mean, they've made they just made Mean Girls. Can we can we they do did. that they next? Did. Can can Princess Diaries be the next big Broadway hit, please? Um, yeah, it'll it'll be like My Fair Lady, but but more relevant better. and less terribly sexist, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although in retrospect, with a better mess. It's a better message at the end because, like, Anne Hathaway, like, accepts herself. Right. You know? But uh, still a little bit of that, like, societal sexism of being, like, you have to be pretty for people to take you yeah, seriously they, as a queen. They do make her sh- hair straight. <laughs> they do do that. Um, but mm. anyway, Jake is, uh, Jake goes on a little rant here. He's like, all we do is eat dinner and watch movies. Spoiler alert, Jake. That's what real life relationships are like. But also... <laughs> No, he wants excitement. He wants to do amorphous, unnamed things. Well, I mean, we've like it's pretty clear he wants to probably bone down. probably sex. Yes. Yeah, he wants to have sex. And Marley is like, but flowers yeah. and cats well, and Julie Andrews. Well, it's because he he says that she's quote such a Katie, um, which <laughs> Marley is like, am I a Katie because I love cats and flowers and Julie Andrews? And it's like, no, <laughs> no, you're a lesbian. Yeah, I was gonna say you're you're. I, I wrote down she's got <laughs> she's got Taylor written all over her. Really, like. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, the thing I'm surprised about in all of these, like, Marley, Jake, like, scenes about this plotline is that Marley knows off the top of her head everything that's happening. Right. Like, she's like, she's like, oh, yeah, there's cat, there's gonna be, like, a cat adoption event at the mall. We could go see them. Or we could go see the Orchid Festival. Like, how do you, how do you know about these? To be fair, like, it sounds like Marley has a lot of interests that are all, like, very not sex. Like... (laughs) No, like, she she has a lot. She has a lot of interests that um have tangible things that they could go do. Right, exactly. So, like, honestly, it would be awesome to date Marley because she has lots of things she to has go all, do. She has all the ideas. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, what well, I think Jake is like, let's do let let's let's put a hold on planning for now, and we'll figure something out. And Marley's like, okay, and then we move on. And then they'd skip away. <laughs> yeah, so then we move on to... So they're, the the Katie turned Gaga group is yeah. planning out their Monster they're Ball. Ha- yeah. They're having a rehearsal for Monster Ball. There is massive amounts of construction <laughs> happening in the auditorium. There's a catwalk that's there. Yep. Um, and Sam is running this whole shindig. Yes. Um, he... Like, as... It, as like the leader, I guess he gets very mimetic and also awful. Just like in general, yes. someone is like, "What are they building?" And he's like, "They're building the future." Yes, it's <laughs> and, it stinks a little. And he's like, "We we're going to use this catwalk to reach out to the public because it's not just going to be Glee Club that sees us. It's going to be the school." And, and Artie is like, "What about these lights? <laughs> what about these lights? Like some kids might be epileptic." And Sam's like. What? Is it epilepsy or just really cool breakdancing? Oh How are we to know? Oh, my God. It's, yeah, it, it's it's because this is his plan to, like, show Penny his dark side or something. Um, yeah. Anyway. And he tries to get ideas out yes. of the rest of the Katie's. <laughs> yes. And Marley's like, what about sparklers? But 
inside. And then she, the, the like facial expression she makes when she laughs is so good because she is like so like, Delighted. she feels so devious. Like you can tell it's so good. I love it. Like, oh. Perfect. And Ryder's like, and then what if we have confetti, but they're shaped like skulls? I think he specifies human skulls, which is like... <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah, and then Sam is like, no, your ideas suck. We're going to do it my way. And also, the whole school's going to come because I'm going to go find some little monsters to help me. Um, and he passes up the sheet music for applause. Yes. Yeah, and then so then the next thing he's he goes to find Becky, um, who refuses to give him a handy, which he's like, that's yeah. not what I was here for. Um, and instead, he's like, hey, uh, we're doing this whole Katy Katy Perry Lady Gaga thing, and I just need you to gather the little monsters for me. And Becky reveals do some monster outreach. Yeah, Becky reveals she doesn't know who, who Lady Gaga or Katy Perry is. I do really like the line where he's like Katy Perry, and she's like. The governor of Texas, which um, <laughs> it, I wish. Rick Perry. I wish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Katy Perry would make a great governor of Texas, mm-hmm. honestly. I think she'd be really good. Um, and Becky is going to do it. Fine. Yeah. Uh, she storms off. Rachel confronts Kurt in the loft in the next scene about the lavender limelight, <laughs> that, which, which would honestly be the best band name. <laughs> I don't know why they're not using that one. I, um, yeah, that be- one's pretty good, too. Yeah. Because Santana, like, showed Kurt... Uh, well, showed, showed Rachel. Rachel yeah. the video. Yeah. Um, and it's like, it was like, Kurt is, like, worried this guy is going to steal all the limelight. And Rachel's like, okay. <laughs> so I need to go talk to Kurt and get some sense into him. Yes. Uh, she... So, okay, I should say, Kurt is making, like, a dragon scale red suit <laughs> in this scene. So, like, I don't know. He, he's like, oh, I want mainstream acceptance. I want to have us have, a, like, a toned down mainstream look. <laughs> See, that's, that's the thing about this is Kurt has this monologue about how he wants to be famous and rich and popular. And you're like, since when? <laughs> like... <laughs> Well, since Santana booked a national commercial right. and Rachel got Funny Girl, sure. like Kurt's feeling inept, um, and he okay, so Rachel's like final like final bit of advice is like you need to forge your own path because you always have, and I've always admired that about you, and your brand will be huge. <laughs> They do talk a lot about Kurt's brand in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she's like, you just need to call Star Child back because his brand is going to be huge also. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And then Kurt reveals that he doesn't have Star Child's phone number or no Star Child's, quote, real name. So good job on that one, I Whoops. guess. <laughs> Good job not putting your contact info anywhere there, Star Child. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, he had it in the bag. Kurt's just an asshole. Like, <laughs> true. Yeah. So, um, the next scene, uh, Jake and Marley are talking about their plans again. Marley's like, "Oh, I can get us tickets to John Mayer. I've heard he does a great live well, show." Um, because Jake starts the conversation by being like, "Let's do something a little edgy this weekend." <laughs> 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 Oh, Marley. <laughs> yes. 
Um, but so then, uh, Jake, so then it seems like Jake is trying to, it's kind of trying to take things to a new level. Um, and yeah. then Brie arrives. Well, oh, go for it. well, cause Jake is like, I don't know about John Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when Brie comes up. She's in Cheerioed. No, no Gaga outfit to be seen. No. And asks him to choreograph a Cheerios number. Yes. And Jake is like, oh, I don't know. I've never really done that. I don't really think I want to. And Marley's like, oh, no, you got to do it. You're so good at it. (laughs) It's cute, though. Marley being supportive of Jake wanting to dance. And Jake's like, oh, okay, I'll do it. Yes. (laughs) And that's the end of the scene. Yes. Uh, I guess Brie, like, smiles a little deviously. Yeah. That's sort of her move, though. Yep. So then the next scene, we're in Will's history classroom while he's giving... Oh, hi. Yo. Yeah. Um, and then we get interrupted, thank goodness, by the PA. Uh, Sue's doing the morning announcements. It's a very Figgins-style thing where she talks about, like, fleas and ticks or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But then we cut to the office where Sue's giving his announcements. And we see Becky dressed in her best... Which she said she didn't know who Lady Gaga was, but suddenly... But now she's like a... Like little monster, yeah, disciple, right? Which, whatever. It's to be fair, the outfit's wonderful, and she's doing this like piano bit where <laughs> it's like oh, she's got a a headpiece that's sort of a cube, yes, like a a big white cube, <laughs> and then she's wearing white robes, yes. <laughs> um, but so then she she instructs everyone to open up their laptops, um, along with like some discordant chiming, yes, uh. And so everyone opens their laptops, which they just tab. Right. Uh, Stonerbread has one. The girl next to him has like an iPad that she pulls okay. out. Okay. Well, no, and no, no, no. Somehow. No, no, she does not have an iPad. She has a notebook that she opens up as if it were a laptop very excitedly. No. And you're just like. Sam, it's like an iPad that's inside of a case. Oh. I, I thought it was really funny because I thought they were just being cheap and being like, and being like, get excited about opening your notebook. We don't have another laptop for you. Just do this instead. But sure. No, Sam, this is, this is representative of how high schoolers have, all, they all have laptops now. They, the, in tw- it's like a college class. In 2013? They just have laptops. Sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> No, I'm. It's. I know. It's untrue. It's not true, Lee. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's true now. I don't know. Uh, and on the the computers, there's just a video playing. Yes. Somehow, <laughs> yeah, that's a video is playing on every single computer. That's my favorite part. Is like there makes no sense as to how this video is just on all the computers. But it just it is. just is. Uh. And it is Sam wearing the, like, art pop face, like, clear face visor. Yes. Visor. Yes. Um, and just, like, sort of making faces at the camera. Like, he's like, ooh, ah, mm, ah. Yes. That's, those are the sounds I would say describe his facial expressions. Uh, and not to be, like, overly picky, but his... um. His armpit hair is, like, a big part of this video for me. Uh, Not in that, like, I think he should shave it, but that I think he should, like, moisturize it or condition it somehow, because it seems really bristly. Mm. Um yeah. Sure. Yeah. I the bristly pit hair. <laughs> it's it, it was very apparent to me. The the thing for me on this video, so it has subtitles that are 
yes. referencing obviously the art pop like thing where he's like glee club is over um do not come to the auditorium today at 2 30 um and i i just love that stoner brett is like grabbing his head i don't understand this video <laughs> like i don't get it i don't understand it and i'm just like yeah no one does that's the point <laughs> uh it's really good though no i understand it it's sam trying to be cool <laughs> Right, which we, to to clarify this, we cut to Sam asking Penny if she liked the video um, in her yeah, office. Like we cut exactly from the video to like Penny looking up from the video yes. to see Sam standing right in front of her, being like, "Uh huh, did you see that the Glee Club has a performance at uh, three? Yeah, <laughs> are you going to be there?" Which to be, I love this because Penny is like, "Uh, actually, no, I'm getting a piercing and." <laughs> Like, <laughs> such a better version of I need to wash my hair is so good. Yeah. Uh, and Sam's like, oh, where? <laughs> Which, like, come on, that's not a question. I don't know. I guess that's a question you ask. But, but it seems uh, so personal. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And Penny's like, oh, just just my ear. And then Sam's like, oh, well, I was about to get a bunch of ear piercings. <laughs> so we should just do it together this weekend so that you can come see the Glee performance. And, I thought she was busy this weekend going to a Nine Inch Nails concert, but... Uh, yeah, and then, well, Penny is like, um, okay. And I'm like, well, you didn't put up a lot of resistance there, Penny. Um. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's par- partly because Sam is, like, really hot. Sure. So it's hard to just be like, um, no, I <laughs> don't want to do things where I'll get to see your naked chest. Right. Y- you know, yeah. that sort of thing. Um, and... Yeah, Penny's going to come to the thing. Yes. Now we go back to the choir room where we see the quote-unquote Katie's. Well, it's the Gaga's yes. brainstorming about their Katie number. Uh, they're like, we could... Re-. So Unique is Unique and um, Tina are pacing <laughs> back and forth as they brainstorm together. Uh, Unique's like, we could release zoo tigers from the zoo. <laughs> uh, Which, okay, and- it implies that they're going to do the song Roar, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. And th- Tina's like, w- and we can whip the audience. <laughs> um, oh my god! Which yes. is amazing. And then I think it's unique. Is like we could reenact a live birth on stage, <laughs> <laughs> and Kitty joins in by being like, we could float around in bags of amniotic fluid. <laughs> it's so good because I just love this. Like, oh, they can't think of any not over the top stunts to do. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, and uh then we see jake lying like face down on the piano <laughs> and so, i think someone's like jake wake up and he's like we've been at this for five hours oh <laughs> which is like what the fuck what what could you have said like, over the course of five what especially like what came before these ideas like how are these ideas yeah. the culmination came- of five hours you know what came before tigers before amniotic fluid <laughs> bags like what came before this oh god but so then jake is like okay i have to bounce i'm gonna go do choreo for the cheerios and kitty is like mm, who asked you to do that the breath 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 go breath brie doesn't brie doesn't even say her name like that so <laughs> no. okay but kitty, kitty calls uh, and... her the, the most the most vile human being on the planet <laughs> so <laughs> So she's obviously not a chaos 
goddess. Or because she's um, she, a human. She is, and Kitty's jealous of how powerful she's becoming. Perhaps. Uh, so Jake leaves. Yeah. And then we see Unique <laughs> grab her phone and like type something in and bring it to her face and say marley (laughs) yes well because i think someone else is like who are you calling and i felt like unique was just like saying marley to them (laughs) and not to actually (laughs) marley on the phone but it doesn't matter because then we cut to unique and marley discussing jake's choreo thing yeah they have a super fast walk and talk like nearly sprinting down the hall uh and they go see jake doing this choreography with the cheerios and oh no it's sexy (laughs) and and marley's like oh i can't do that and unique's like oh well you could and marley says no either he wants me or he can go right which is which is great. Yes. I'm 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 glad that she's like in that mindset. Hell yeah, Marley. Yeah. Because not a lot of glee girls are like that, you know. No, it's true. For for the most part, the show has been about like women changing themselves so men will love them. <laughs> yes. Well, and especially because like Unique suggests she's like, "Oh, you should you know, really, like, show off your Gaga side with this assignment. And then Marley's like, uh, no. I don't think so. I don't think that Glee Club is a tool for me to change myself to appeal to Jake's baser instincts. Thank you very much. Um, And then we go to the Monster Ball. Yes. It's happening. We are in the auditorium. Uh, They're singing applause. Sam is wearing the metal wings. Shirtless, Uh, of course. He's shirtless. Uh, he's also wearing like like a a black bald cap and black pa- like black leather pants. Yes, the outfits are great. They are <laughs> for this. Yes, uh... yeah. And Artie has got the um, like the art pop album face. Yes, makeup. like the big grease paint and... face. Yeah, like the white the white face with the colors and stuff. And um, then he's got like a big inflatable. Thing yes. <laughs> attached to the back of his uh, wheelchair that he sort of flaps around yes. during the song, and Ryder is wearing like antlers. Well, it's like on a cor- like glued to a corset. Yeah, he has like white like uh, pants, but on top of it, he's but also a cape. Like, and he starts in like a, a cape. butt cape. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's very good. Um, in I have I have in here encaged Ryder. <laughs> And then Blaine is really, I think he looks the worst out of all of them. Um, That's true. He's he's wearing like a scaled unitard, (laughs) but it's half pants. And I don't mean shorts. I mean like there's one full leg and then like a bare one. (laughs) And it also has like a a tail. It has a... like a horse tail? And his wig is also, like, really, like... Ooh, his wig is gross. <laughs> yeah. uh, I honestly... I... Oh, go for it. In my notes, I described him as wet. Exactly. But, <laughs> yes, he... that is the look, though. Like, it is... Like, his makeup is also kind of runny. Like, it's just... My favorite is when he describes himself as Sickfield and Roy. <laughs> <Which is laughs> accurate. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, 
his is also sort of the most revealing yes. in my opinion, even though like Sam is completely shirtless. Blaine's like entire leg and like tummy is just out. Yes. It's out <laughs> for for everyone to see. Yeah. Um yeah. So they they start to sing and oh no, Marley's not there until she is. She jumps in and she's wearing a candy Katie outfit. Yes. Um with and like I mean it's very faithful to the like uh California girls Candyland vibe. Aesthetic. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's got like the the spearmint tits and yes. the, the she's got like a lo- big lollipop that she sings into. Yes. Pink hair. Uh, she also slaps it a bit during the applause bit, which is pretty good. The part of the thing that I really like about this is that her choreography is still in line with everyone else's. Like, it's the same. It's still yeah. very good. It's, yeah. She just didn't wear the like Lady Gaga costume. Right. She's still doing the number, right? Which <laughs> and singing and dancing yeah. with the rest of us. Which when she comes out on stage, Will looks aghast. He is so oh, angry yeah. that someone would defy He's him. <laughs> like, oh my god! <laughs> He's so angry, and like the other people when they notice her, are sort of like, oh, oh, oh. Yes. like they're um. They're upset. And as the song ends, they all are, like, upset with her. They're like, listen, look at what we're wearing. Yes. How could you do this? Can't you tell that I would be uncomfortable, like, in my costume? And that's Sam. And Marley's like, "Um, no, I think you're pretty fucking comfortable. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. (laughs) Apparently, she was going to wear some, like, really, like, skimpy, like, seashell bra look. Um, Yeah, probably, like, the Venus de Milo Lady Gaga look. Which, like... Honestly, I don't under like I mean I, I understand what the show is doing here, but it's so offensive to me mm-hmm. that everyone is mad at her for not dressing skimpily enough. Like, like <laughs> fuck all of you. Like people can yeah. wear more clothes if that's what they want to do. Like get Yeah, like like Artie has said, you know, modesty is okay. Well, and that's because guys like it too. <laughs> and that's one of the parts of it is Artie is like, I have to, I have this huge stupid thing that's getting caught in my wheels. And I'm like, Artie, that's literally nothing. That has nothing to do with this situation at all. Like, <laughs> yeah. But, um, yep. yeah. And, uh, yeah, they all have these like orifices that they go back into at the end of the song oh too. I just want to mention yes. that. Like, it's like, it sort of looks like a big black, war pipe I, I was saying, like, like a boot kind of pipe. yeah yeah that um that blaine is in and then there's the cage of course and then Artie sort of pulls the inflatable thing like around his body mm-hmm. um yeah it's all great though well i think the number is really fun the, the other thing too is they have multiple shots of marley like writhing on the floor which is oh super yeah weird. and also Artie like smearing the face paint which is I didn't I did not like this no it was horrible to watch I hated that so much I was like please stop because and the makeup looks so powdery yeah. like well uh, okay. yeah uh yeah so the the glee club yells at Marley like the all the Katies yell at her for not being full gaga yes. but then will adds the icing to the meme <laughs> cake shit cake and yeah <laughs> And suspends her. <laughs> Which, okay. Chris and I argued about this a bit. Obviously, the intent is that he's suspending her from Glee Club. From Glee, from Glee but Club. But he doesn't clarify. It does sound like he's suspending her, period. No, 
He doesn't have the power to do that. It's just Glee Club, for sure. Yeah, but, for sure. but it's just so crazy. This is the First time we've ever had anything like this where Will is like, you're suspended. And it's like, what? What? It's it's not like she did anything that bad. She still did the number. And like, she's still in costume, just not the right one. Will's (laughs) reasoning is that like, they have to work together as a team. And Marley is putting her like personal agenda ahead of that by... (laughs) Which, like, what? Well, Marley has a little bit where she's like, well, this is yeah, how I feel, and I'm not going to change that for any Glee Club or any man. And <laughs> Yeah. And I just, this is another problem with the Katie Gaga distinction, because it's not like her costume is, like, reserved. No. The skirt is pretty you know? short. Like The skirt is short. It's still, like, loud and bright. Yes. And exactly, I just, yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> I guess it's not like, it's weird. Cause it's not skimpy enough, but it's still pretty, like, it's still pretty, like not in school code, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, so Will has suspended yes. her. The next scene is back in the choir room with the Gaga's slap, but faux Katie's, yes. um, trying to brainstorm a little bit more last minute because this is the day that they're performing. <laughs> right. Well, and... it sounds like, well, it's great. About, what I love about this scene is that it sounds like they did decide to go with the tigers from the zoo. Yes. Um, and Unique actually has like lines and a part <laughs> in the scene yes. in the episode. It's great. Yes, because Unique is like, because <laughs> like, well, I went to the zoo to break out the tigers, and then it turns out Lima didn't have a zoo. And I don't know why we thought that Lima well, had a zoo. <laughs> she says, plot twist, there's no zoo. That's <laughs> so good. Like, the way it's delivered, the whole scene is just so very good. Mostly because then, then yeah. she's like, well, I- And then she's like, but I, got, I, got, I did get something. <laughs> and the camera pans over to Jake, dressed as, like, fucking Mr. Mistopheles. <laughs> <laughs> from cats What's the best like the, the it really gets when jake calls himself a gay thundercat on the nose <laughs> like it's so good oh my god um <sighs> there but there's also a part where he's like sort of feeling yeah, it and he like, his licks his hands <laughs> and puts it in his wig that that is my favorite part about like the fact that they like arbitrarily made jake a gaga is that like jake can live (laughs) in it like jake really does kind of like feel that edgy like you know i I mean we're here i'm gonna do it like yeah sam he's an edgy bitch yes um, I think it's partly because he's sort of a slut, and yes, like and that's that's very Gaga. Yeah, Madonna, I guess. the the whore half of this Madonna whore complex. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then Tina is like, "Hey, everyone, let's break it down. What Katy Perry is really about? Not the costumes, not the flamboyancy, <laughs> which she shares with Lady Gaga. No, Katy Perry is really about the music, and it's like." Listen, if you take away all of Katie's flamboyancy, it's nothing. There's nothing. (laughs) It's just the worst distinction that Glee could have picked to try to (laughs) exemplify things. Because they're both so, like, full of spectacle. And, like, sure, you can argue that Katie, like, especially in some of her earlier stuff, had, like, kind of, like, the, like, good girl edge to it where she's like oh i'm just your everyday like pretty girl but i also do all this naughty stuff wink like i don't know it's so <laughs> it's... 
But now she's just sort of like out of the box weird. Exactly. Like, like she's definitely become full Gaga, if that's the term we're going to use for it. Like she's. She... <laughs> yes, Katie has become a Gaga. Exactly. Um, and Gaga's a little busy um, just sort of doing her own well, thing. Weirdly. Becoming Barbara Streisand. I was going to say, I feel like maybe she's going the other direction because she tried to like norm it up a bit for being in a movie and trying to win an Oscar. So. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> okay, but she did not norm it up. Like, she had multiple reveals at the Met Gala for camp. Sure. And also, her her Oscar dress was, like, full on camp with that extremely long train. Yeah. Like, well, that's... Come once, on. Once the, once the trying to get the Oscar process was over, she she just kind of went back <laughs> to her, her normal self. She's just like, okay, I'm gonna... I, I gotta go back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, anyway. So... The next scene is at the diner. Kurt is waiting poorly. He does a ba- he's not a good waiter. No. <laughs> um and uh in sort of a bland tone, he's like, Welcome to the Starlight Diner. I'll be your chorus boy waiter today. Do you want to try one of our signature orange freezes? And then he looks up to see that <gasps> it's Star Child. Well, but norm normy. But to be fair, he doesn't really recognize him. Um, <laughs> Even though it's like so clear who it is, I don't know. Yeah, because Star Child, who we find out his name is like Elliot Golding or something like that. Um, Elliot Gilbert. Sorry, okay, Elliot Gilbert. Um, he's like he like pushes his glasses down. And he's like, Kurt, it's me, Star Child, but I'm actually <laughs> named Elliot. <laughs> And Kurt's like, whoa, I never saw that coming. And you're like, okay. Um. Okay, he just has the same hair and the same face and the same body type. Yes, sure. Exactly. He's still obviously uh, Adam Lambert. Let's like not kid ourselves. Yes. He's just wearing glasses yes, now. It's, I, guess, I guess it's a very um, Superman. Like yeah. Superman, Clark Kent kind of transformation. Exactly. Um, and... Kurt has a little chat with him where he's like, I was wrong. My brand needs you. Yes. <laughs> my brand and my band. <laughs> What's funny about it is that Starchild is like, I have to be in your band. I have a bucket list of all the things I want to do as a famous person. Yeah. And one of those things is being an indie band and I have to be in your band. And Kurt's like, well, yeah, I mean, I have to have you like... I didn't want to say it first, <laughs> yes. so I have to have you. So, so I'm glad you did. <laughs> um, and uh, we f- get a little backstory from Elliot about how he grew up in New Jersey no. and just wants to be a big star, yeah. and how he tried to get it, get into Niata but didn't, and goes to NYU. Um, yeah, he didn't get into Niata, which Even is... Even though he's clearly like a 32-year-old man. Well, and also he didn't get into Niata, which we've seen Kurt and Rachel do, and it's like, okay... There's no way in hell that Starchild is not in Niata. Like, maybe it was like another like prop oh, reliance thing. Sure, you know. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a fair point. If he showed up to his Niata audition in that Starchild outfit, I'm sure that Cons- or uh, uh, Carmen Thibodeau was like, "Hmm, mm, I see that you're wearing something sparkly." You seem to be. You seem to be emotionally devoid. <laughs> so anyway, um, the, he's going to join the band. It's it's a thing. So. Um, Yay. The, the next scene, Sam is talking to Penny about the performance. And Penny tells us that her favorite <laughs> part was the part where the girl got suspended, which is so good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, which is sort of sad. <laughs> 
Well, Maggie, that's um, her dark and... side. That's her musical dark side, is enjoying watching other people suffer. Well, the way that she phrases it, she's like, I didn't hate it. And um <laughs> Except she did. Then she, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then she she admits that she is a total Katie yes. and she loves singer songwriters like Taylor Swift. <laughs> yes. And Sam says, oh, Yay, I get to live my Katy Perry truth and um yes. to, you know, goes full Katie or whatever. And they kiss. Well he kisses her and she re- reciprocates. Yes. I think it's like actually okay. This whole plot line is definitely very like adorable yes kind of like quirky but i i am charmed i think it's cute i I do Uh, too mostly because i really love the fact because penny like opens up about the fact that she's always like everyone's always called her like really vanilla which she is um but (laughs) so in order to counteract (laughs) that she's dated some like really like douchey guys shitty dudes who've stolen her car And, like, honestly, there is something about that where I'm like, oh, that's so sweet that you tried to be edgy. <laughs> so. But I, I wish she tried to be edgy by, I don't know, like, doing drugs or dyeing her hair or something <laughs> rather than dating shitty men. Well, I mean, she she is still pretty vanilla, Maggie. <laughs> it's true. Um, <laughs> um, and, uh... Yeah, so there's this cute moment after Sam kisses her where he, like, stops and he, like, tells himself, like, calm yes. down. <laughs> and then she, and then, and then uh, she kisses him. She hard. kisses him, yeah. which is, it's cute. Yes. Um, yeah, they make out a little bit. And I'm not mad at this relationship. I, I think it is sort of weird, the, like, way that it's phrased that she, like, works at his high school. Yes. Yeah, but she is she's but, a college sophomore, so they're not that far apart in age and like I don't know. It's, it's it seems fine. fine. And <laughs> I don't I don't really care that much about the rules anymore, so it's Exactly. Fine. That's that's the big thing is I don't really give a shit about Sam, so if he's happy <laughs> then that's great. I'm I'm happy for him. Yeah. So the next scene is back in the auditorium where they're doing their stripped down Katy Perry number. Mm-hmm. It's wide awake. Yeah. And it's fine because the people singing it, the vocalists, are some of the strongest ones in the show. Because yep. um, it's unique. Tina, Jake, and Kitty. Yep. Uh, and it's fine. I wish Jake was still a cat for this because that would add at least a little bit <laughs> well, of, um, I don't know, interest. Yeah, except they didn't do Roar. They gave us all this lead up into them doing Roar and then they suddenly do Wide Awake. And you're like, okay. Well, they're they're going yeah, to, okay? It's fine. I know. but. Uh, Penny and Sam do attend this number together. Yes. Um, And uh, I I wrote down, it's in a very reflective way that totally reads Katy Perry. (laughs) Not to harp on that again, (laughs) but still. It really, really doesn't, (laughs) though. Yeah. Uh, So Marley is still in her Katy getup, but it's a different one in the next scene. It's like a blue dress rather than a white one. Mm -hmm. So she's just like wearing them around, I guess, to piss Will off. (laughs) And I would do that, uh, to be fair. (laughs) Jake comes up to her and invites her to watch Mary Poppins at his house. Yes. And she's like, really? (laughs) Yeah, um, she gets she gets really excited about that, which like, yeah, because that's what she was interested in anyway. Yes. And he seems to be listening to that, which is nice. But then it sort of turns because he's like, yeah, Aisha Tyler is going to be out until super late. So, you know, 
We got the house to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> um. I also have a note that she sa- she tells him she's sorry she didn't see his performance because apparently they didn't let her into the auditorium. Yeah, like she's not even allowed. <laughs> but they like let Sam bring Penny, who's not in Glee Club, and it's like <laughs> what? Also, Chris made a really good point that it's like. I've seen people sneak into the auditorium, like, through the balconies and stuff so many fucking <laughs> times. Don't you even dare yes. give me that. Like, fuck off, Glee. <laughs> it's so... F- Maybe she's just afraid to see Will. She, like, doesn't want to cross I mean, him or something. He is kind of terrible. Um, so then we cut to this after-school hangout sesh with... It's a classic Glee makeout, yes. like, shot. Exactly. Where... Marley is sort of plastered into a bed, and Jake is just kind of on top of her. Uh, and he even, I guess, I he don't even know, gets like groping. Yeah, her? he even gets like the hand motions from a classic Glee like makeout sesh where he's like trying to reach up her leg, but Marley's like no, and then he tries to like grab her boob, and Marley's like, "Hey, what the fuck?" Um, yeah. And uh, she asks them to stop, and they yep. do. And then Jake is like, "Let's have an honest conversation," yes. where. I talk about how I want to explore each other's bodies and feel safe. Well, and yeah, well, yeah. what I, uh, I mean, I, I, I do think there are some nice points here where you're like, yes, they stop when Marley asks and that's great. And Jake is like, let's talk about this. Um, but Jake immediately, so Marley's like, Hey, like, I don't want to feel pressured into having sex. And then Jake is like, who's pressuring you? And it's like you right now, you piece of garbage. Like, like, well, it's because he's not... Con- it's Sam, the thing is that he's not always saying that, so he doesn't feel like he, it's pressuring. Right, yeah. um, you know, he he only tries to have sex with her occasionally <laughs> rather than constantly. Well, and... Yeah, it's um, just... Yeah, it's like, I think Jake's phrasing is... It, it's not as bad as it could yeah. be because he's like oh, I thought we were boyfriend and girlfriend so that we could spend time t- together and, like, grow as people. Yeah. And what? where's a better place to grow than this? And then he, like, gestures <laughs> to the bed where they were just making out. And Marley's like, are you just hanging out with me to touch my boobs? Which, like, ugh, too true, maybe? Like, I, mean, s- I mean, sort yeah. of. But that's kind of important to right. Jake. Like, that's a big part of his personality. And... Yeah. His wants and needs is that he does want to touch boobs, right. which is not, that's not a crime no. unless somebody doesn't want you to touch them. Right. Which, but um, like the, the, yeah. the thing that gets really shitty here is that Jake is like, well, back when I was like being a slut, I could touch anyone's boobs within like an hour. And Marley's like, and Marley's like, then go touch them. Yeah. <laughs> go touch other people's boobs then. God. Yeah. Which, um, I don't know. I just, I, I think part of it is that I really feel for Marley here and that, like, I think she... Like, we've made some, like, comments about how she has some very lesbian interests. But honestly, I think Marley is yeah. just not interested in sex. And that's totally fine. And that's totally a cool thing. Yeah. I just wish the show gave her more room to do that instead of pairing her up with people and then being like, well, he wants sex. So, yeah. Yeah, totally. And, yeah, I just... it it, it It's sad that, like... This is going to be like the breaking right. of their relationship yeah. is because of this. Yeah. Because if Jake has like a high sex drive and wants to have sex with people, I don't see why they need to break up. Right. Well, I mean, they're going to do Whatever. it because let's let's move on to what happens right after <laughs> this. 
Yes. Jake goes up to Bree at McKinley. Yes. I guess this is right after this fight, or yes. se- seemingly emotionally right after this mm-hmm. fight. Um, and Jake propositions Bree for sex. There's very little, like, well, you know... that's what it is i do really enjoy first of all they're in the ballet room so fun note there um it's been a while um but my favorite thing is that he tells her that he he wants to go somewhere quote really private and then brie has the line i really like private i like private parts yeah which i like private parts (laughs) i love that brie's amazing (laughs) and uh jake's like yeah private parts yes (laughs) and uh, then Bree's like, cool, well, let me get my jacket, because I don't want to get ga- uh, grass stains on my uniform. Yeah. So... Yeah, so they're going to go have sex, and they they, they presumably yeah. do. Um. So then the next scene, we're back in New York. Um. The band is trying to get a name, and... All these brainstorming sessions this episode, that's all they do. Brainstorm, brainstorm, brainstorm. Uh, a name that's thrown out from Danny is the Nip Slips. <laughs> It's pretty good. Uh, Sant- Someone says Areola, and Santana's like, no, Areola 51. So good. Oh, my God. <laughs> so amazing. Um, and then Rachel enters, yep. and uh, she's like, oh, what are you guys doing? And uh, they're like, oh, well, we're coming up with a name for our band. We do find out that Rachel had like a hard time at rehearsal because she had to sing My Man all yeah. day. Um and they're like, Rachel, please join the band. We need you. Yes. And Rachel's like, still, I'm busy. Right. Which, uh, Kurt does convince her, yeah, though. Yeah, but before before she even, like, before we get into that, she throws out a name. She's like, why don't you just call your guy, why don't you guys just call yourself Pamela Lansbury? And all four of the people in the band are just like, oh, my God, that's it. We found it. Why? After the- after Why? our long drought, the, the drought is over. Um, yeah. Why is that? Why is that the name I, that everyone I loves? It sounds like a like a bad drag queen name. <laughs> Welcome to the stage, Pamela Lansbury. <laughs> rather than, but like, because it's a it's a it's a name for a person. Right. It's not a band name. Well, it's not a band name at all. I mean, to be fair, this does kind of fit with Curtain Star Child's like brand or whatever. Aesthetic. That their yeah, band name is it does. fucking bizarre. And like, I don't know. I actually kind of like it because I feel like it is like such a weird, like it has weird mouthfeel, but not in a bad way. <laughs> I think it's a good name for a solo performer, sure. not a band. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but anyway, they love this name. And so that's like you're saying, Kurt is like, Rachel, you have to do it. And I do really love this little moment where Kurt like lists all of the things that Barbara Streisand was doing at the same time as Funny Girl. And then at yeah. the end, Rachel's like, you had me at Lady Bird Johnson, which like the the <laughs> delivery of that line is just really good. I don't know. It's just very, very entertaining. So... Uh, so the next scene is back in the choir room. We get the end of a speech that is closed with, um, and that's why music and math will always be yeah, friends to the end. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> Thank God we didn't see that whole speech. I'm I'm honestly not mad at that no. kind of like. Here's the end of a joke. No. In this case, because it is funny and it is showing that Will a is terrible teacher incompetent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So 
And uh, Tina wearing a candy uh, outfit comes in. It's very Katie um, and yells about a throat explosion tweet Mm -hmm. about how they're going to be doing applause at nationals. So they can't do it now. Oh, no. It's like, were you going to? Well, uh, so the Glee Club discusses this and someone says that it is throat explosion showing off that they are so confident they're going to win that they can reveal their set list beforehand and still win. Mm-hmm. Which prompts yeah. Artie to be like, we should just forfeit right now. Which it's like, what? Glee <laughs> <laughs> Club's reactions to, to like, especially like competition news are so wild and crazy. Like, they are. You're just like, what? Totally. <laughs> Who would react this way? And, and, but then there's some sort of like interaction between Jake and Ryder. Yes. Where Jake says something about Will being a shitty teacher and Ryder's like, What? Mr. Shoe's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, like, Will has, like, a weird little pep talk to talk about how, like, competition is really good for improving yourself or something. And then... (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, other people's greatness makes us great, but more great. (laughs) Jake is like, did he just think of that right now? And Ryder's like, what are you talking about? Mr. Shoe is amazing. And he's like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, Ryder's a stan. He loves him. And then Sue enters. She is wearing a very Katie. Yeah, a Katie-inspired uh, tracksuit. <laughs> because it is bright blue with pink running yep. stripes. And she comes in and suspends everyone. Yes. <laughs> she, she, uh, she announces that since she's the principal now, she's going to crack down on this create like this really inappropriate uh costuming that everyone's been doing will is like well we've been doing this for four years so like we should not get punished for it i guess but have you been displaying people's full ass thighs (laughs) legs boobs tits i mean i feel like Um, some of the gaga outfits from earlier gaga episodes have been pretty revealing it's just that like I don't know if they were really revealing. Sorry. They were just sort of outlandish. Okay. Because um, there's that whole plot in, like, the Rocky Horror episode where it's, like, Sam's not allowed to wear the little shorts because it's not it's not modest oh, enough. Oh, right. Yeah, and, like, uh, uh, Finn gets in trouble for wearing his underwear in the hallway or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... These things happen. Yeah. I don't know. Sue is finally here to crack down, and we find out that she still hates the Glee Club. She doesn't actually want them to win nationals. She's just saying if they don't win nationals, Will will lose his job, which... Oh, darn. <laughs> Too bad. They have, like, a a whisper yeah. fight. Well, they get in each other's faces, like, real close, uh, which is their style, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> kind of kind of a heart, uh, a throwback to old Will and, Will and Sue there. Um and this is where Will is like, we only have four weeks until nationals. Right. <laughs> you can't do this. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, and then the Glee Club is like, well, you're going to hear us roar. Right. And, that's, yes. and that's when the band people start playing the music. And Sue turns to them and is like, you're all suspended also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the Glee Club like run out into the hallway. They do this a similar camera technique that they did during the applause video. Yes. That's sort of like stilted to make it seem edgier. Well, yeah, because so all the all the Gaga folks are wearing their Gaga outfits, and all the Katie folks are wearing like weird. Like honestly, they're all just California girls like candy outfits, which seems yep. weird to 
only base all of this entire premise on one music video, but whatever. Um, and then they like run down this hallway, but it does it in like fast slow motion kind of. <laughs> um, yeah. Where it'll like zoom yep. to like someone grinding on something for a little bit, and then it'll just zoom to like the next person grinding on something for a little bit. Like, I don't know. It's weird. They're singing. They're jaunting around yeah. there's lollipops akimbo you <laughs> yes. know and uh they go from the choir room to the auditorium where they're suddenly wearing like jungle yes. roar costumes from the roar music mm-hmm. video um you know i think the reason why they did the california girls one is because there's that Katy perry aesthetic there's the roar Katy perry aesthetic and then there's like the really racist like egyptian yeah one. yeah that's a good point <laughs> So, like, the really recognizable ones, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, they're wearing these very revealing costumes. Pretty much no one has body hair except for, like, insignificant, like, pubes yes. on, on like, Ryder's tummy. Yep. Um, I'm just, like, there's no body hair anywhere. Maggie. It's Maggie, weird. people don't have body hair. That's a myth. I, I should know That's that. That's a myth. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, they're all uh, just sort of prancing around nearly naked all over the stage. Mm-hmm. They sing. There's some ropes that they swing on Tarzan style. Yep. And then suddenly we go to the loft where they are also singing Roar. And this is the final band setup that we see. Okay. There are four, there are four microphone yep. stands. No, five. Oh, Excuse right. Excuse yeah, me. Because yeah. Rachel's joined. <laughs> there are five microphone stands where uh, Rachel, Kurt, Santana, Starchild and Danny are all singing. Danny does have a guitar, yep. and then there's like a full band behind yes. them. Yes. Uh, so. Yeah, no. it is weird. It. I'm just saying, like, getting people together for these rehearsals would be impossible yes. when you have that many people in your band. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. It's it's mostly honestly to me it feels weirder that they're singing the same song that. <laughs> <laughs> singing um just because it's like is your band a cover band that does Katy perry numbers like i don't understand also santana is clearly singing mm-hmm. but she's not i can't hear sure. her in the track yeah. yeah so so what's going on with that and then also you can hear danny singing back at mckinley yes <laughs> You can hear Danny's voice as the Glee Club is singing, too. Yeah, it's buck wild. There's just too many people at this point. Um, <laughs> There's so many. Yeah, and um, I guess to kind of wrap up some of the things about this, uh, back in McKinley, um, Marley arrives the, in the audience to watch this performance. I guess they didn't ban her from the room this time. Okay, and then <laughs> Bree arrives also to stand next to her, um, and Jake gets an... Uh-oh, look on his face. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, But we don't really get any resolution outside of that. Uh, So, yeah. I mean, the final number's fine. They they all sing, whatever. It's... I think the thing about the band that really gets me is that Kurt wants a singing group. He doesn't want a band. He wants a singing group who has musical Yeah, who has live music to back them up. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Uh, but that's what a band is, Maggie. No, it's not. <laughs> Maggie. 
It it is it classic <laughs> right it classic like I don't know musical elitism. You think that instruments should be a part? <laughs> you think that people playing instruments should be applauded as talent or whatever? But only singing is. Everyone knows that. Uh, so that's the episode. Yeah. And I hope you, listener, have decided whether whether you're a Katie or a Gaga or, <laughs> over the course of our discussion. Or maybe something else or somewhere in between or whatever. Because fuck the sexist way that we distinguish between lady celebrities or something. Anyway, let's move to... I live for, I live for podcast, the podcast business. business. You'll hear the... <laughs> Give me the podcast biz. Fuck, fuck. It sounds so much better in my head. God damn it. Every song. You're gonna hear me podcast business. Me podcast business. <laughs> but it's a metaphor. And metaphors are important. Gold stars are important. Because gold stars are a metaphor for me being a star. As we do every week, we're gonna give out some gold stars. We're gonna give out some best numbers. And we're gonna give out some slushy ratings. Um, As we do every week, let's start with the gold star. I think you're going first this week. Okay. I'm going to give it to Sam. Okay. Sure. Done. Okay. Yeah. Um, I wasn't entirely sure who to give it to this week. Just because, like, it's not that anyone's, like, bad. It's just that, in general, everything was kind of like, eh, okay. Um, yeah. I, I went with Star Child just because Adam Lambert is sure. a very good performer. <laughs> yeah, so, Adam Lambert's amazing. Yeah. Like, that's why he's on the show. Exactly. So, yeah, I went with Star Child because why not? Like, I don't know how many episodes he's going to be in. Probably not a lot. So, might as well get in while I can. Yeah, how many can they afford, really? You yeah. Know? Um, but, yeah, so let's move to the next piece. Uh, the best number. Can you give us a rundown? We only have four of them. Oh, it's geez. Mary the Night. Or applause, or wide awake, or roar. I am choosing Mary the Night. Yeah, I'm also picking Mary the Night. Um, just the part where he um almost propositions Kurt for sex during the song. Yes, um, where he like props his leg up on the table, and then there's like the bridge pose on the ground where he just sort of thrusts at the air for a while. Yes, I I think it's all great. At the chandelier hang. Yes, it's really yeah. good. He, He's Satana's a very good delight. Performer. Yes, yes. It's all. Danny is also very delighted. It's great. I love. I love that scene. It's very fun. Um, we're really light on numbers, huh? For being a Gaga yeah. versus pa- or for Gaga versus Katie episode, it's like, I guess they already did a couple well, Gaga there's, episodes. There's two of each. So, <laughs> yeah. Eh, anyway, um, let's move on to the last piece of podcast business, Maggie. The slushy rating. As we do every week, we're going to bully this episode just a little bit um, and throw some slushies at it uh, to show our displeasure. How many slushies do you want to throw at this episode? Probably one. Mm-hmm. Just one. I think there's like some tightening up that could have happened in the episode. Yeah. Um. But mo- overall, I think it's fine. Yeah, I um, I went with half of a slushy. Um, <laughs> mostly because, like I was talking about at the beginning of this episode, this episode is just so fun. Like, yeah, it's unabashedly fun too. Yeah, there's like a point where like. Rachel is sad mm-hmm. still, and Kurt's like, Finn would want you to move on with your life, Rachel, and join my band. Yeah. And, like, I think that's sort of the vibe of the episode is, like, 
we're all trying to move on. We're all just having a good time. Yeah. Let's distinguish between Katie and Gaga and wear ridiculous outfits. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think there's still some, like you were saying, like when we talked about that scene with Brie and Sue where she's wearing the like, like crime scene tape or whatever, like did not need to be there. Um, no. Had no effect on the plot whatsoever. Um, and there's just some moments of that throughout the entire episode where you have some stuff where you're like, um, we didn't really need this. But in general, like, I like a lot of the plots. If, if, even if I don't necessarily, like, enjoy them, they're not bad. Like, the Jarly stuff. Yeah. Like, I feel sad about it a little bit, but not like, I'm not angry at the show for what it's doing. I think it's still actually yeah. giving us some. Like, like we talked about, some of the things that happen where, like, they stop when Marley says they should stop and they talk. And, like, I think that's all actually really good. I think it's great that they're showing yeah. two people having a consensual relationship where they talk about what they want. And, like, they might not agree and there might be some real fallout next week, which we'll talk about that then. But um, I like how they portrayed totally. it. So. I agree. And I also feel like it's true to character for both of these people. Yeah. Um, Like, it's not, like, out of character for them to have these kind... To have this, like, um, issue in their relationship. It it felt sort of inevitable. Sure. Uh, And here we are. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just... I don't know. It's a a fine episode. So, um, I think that's just about it for this week, though. Uh. We did it. And now you can contact us yes. at our Gmail, which is snmhakely at gmail.com or our uh, Twitter, snmhakely yes. over there. We also have an Instagram at the same handle. You can check us out at any of those places. Send us your thoughts and your feelings about Glee. Thanks for everyone who reaches out. It's so nice to hear that you're enjoying the podcast because yes. we hate glee yeah um uh just wanted to give a quick shout out to at loudosaurus rex um who tweeted us a couple times especially (laughs) because they tweeted us to tell us that um apparently uh uh if we think brody is the most inconsequential (laughs) character ever just wait until we get to danny um which so far has been kind of true because danny has had like two lines and some well, gross biphobia. Glee, Glee seems to. Well, Danny didn't really do it. Well, she um, did talk about like hundred percent sapphic goddess and like. Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with being hundred percent sapphic goddess. I don't think so um, either. But sure, sure, sure. But yeah. And I, it was definitely just a way to flirt uh, with Santana yes. and. Yeah, um, you know, I, I Glee likes to just sort of grab uh, celebrities and pull them into the show yes. in the consequential role for just a few moments. Yeah. Which it's getting more and they're getting more and more inconsequential as we go. Yes. Uh, you know, this, <laughs> yes. like Danny is not going to be like an April Rhodes sort of character. No. I think she's just going to be sort of in the background as Santana's quiet girlfriend. Yes. Um, which like, I mean, it's kind of obvious that they're doing it so they can like put these people in promos and be like, we got Demi Lovato and like, yeah, but I mean, I'm not mad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So reach out to us on those places. Tell us, are you a, are you a Gaga or a Katie? (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah. And that's, I think, uh, everything. Did we mention the Patreon? 
No, we have a Patreon where uh, we donate most of our subscriptions to like scri- subscription donations to donating ourselves right now it's to the trans law center yep uh if you decide to donate on patreon you'll get to hear extra bonus content see some notes and that sort of thing uh yeah yeah and that's that's it obligatory obligatory reminder that the world is a shitty place so you know let's all let's be all make nice it better to one a- yeah be nice to one another and yeah all of that uh next week we are going to be watching The End of Twerk, which is sure to be at least sort of racist. <laughs> yes, so that name is not promising. <laughs> but until we get there, I've been Sam. And I've been Maggie. And we hate Glee. From the top. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha